What is going on, everybody? Daryl here from Lambs Hill Shooting. Yes, you heard that correctly. Lambs Hill Shooting. No longer Lambs Hill USPSA. And that is exactly why I am recording this episode of the podcast. Uh, more on that here in just a minute. But first off, let me just say that uh, I apologize for being absent for the last couple of months. I've had other stuff going on and just really haven't uh, really haven't felt like doing a whole lot as far as the podcast or the YouTube channel is concerned. Um, but last night changed all that. So for the record, uh, I am recording this podcast on January 23rd, 2024. Um, and like I said, the Everything has pretty much all, as of now, been rebranded from Lambs Hill USPSA to Lambs Hill Shooting, um, which was the original name of the YouTube channel and and whatnot a few years ago. Um, and that is in direct response. The, the change from Lambs Hill USPSA to Lambs Hill Shooting is in direct response of what occurred Last night at the January 22nd, 2024, USPSA Board of Director meeting. Um, yeah, let's get let's get started. So for those who are unaware, last month, uh, I believe it's the December meeting. Uh, it came to light through some special investigation that an individual within the USPSA Board of Directors was leaking confidential emails, just internal board emails, to an outside source. Uh, they brought in an IT forensic something or other and found that it was uh, Scott Armbert, the Area 3 Director, who was supposedly doing this. Um, and that's, oh, that's that's so very bad. So very bad. Bad, 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 bad. Um, even though, from my understanding, the, the one email that kind of tipped this whole thing off really had nothing to do with anything. Um, really, it, it didn't. But anyway. So... Um, they basically voted Scott Armberg take a hike. The other thing, or one of the other things that they did, um, also a week before that, Area 1 Director Bruce Gary resigned. Uh, so, now, now we're down two. So, what they decided to do also at this meeting on uh, December 18th, 2023, was they made a motion to live stream or begin live streaming all of the board of directors' meetings. They would have a vote at the very beginning of each meeting, or they're going to, um, to waive 10.2 in the bylaws, which is the confidentiality statute, um, or the confidentiality, confidentiality bylaw or provision. So they 
we're going to have a vote. If that is if 10.2 is waived, then um, then they would begin the live stream. And the first instance of this occurring was last night in the January 22nd of 24 meeting. And boy, did they shoot themselves in the foot. So before I really get into this, um, I, I will give you a warning. Um, this is probably not going to be an episode of the podcast that you're going to want to listen to with kids in the room. Um, yeah, this one has me has me heated. And I'm sure you guys have heard me heated on the podcast before. Oh, baby. It's not going to be pretty when I get going. So, um, if you don't want to listen to it, simply turn the episode off. That's that's entirely up to you. If you want to do that, go right ahead. That's that's for you to to decide. If you do want to listen to it, um, yeah, probably make sure there's no kids in the room. And I will give you a few seconds just to uh, just to get things squared away here. All right, still listening? Let's go. So. I came in late to the meeting, or to the live stream, I should say, of the meeting. I came in about a half an hour in, and I figured it was going to be the fallout from last month and Scott Armberg getting the boot. Boy, was I wrong. I had no idea I was falling ass first into a railroading of... Frank Rizzi. They they railroaded this man off the board of directors. And it's, to be perfectly honest, pardon my language, but it's complete bullshit. That's what it is. It's bullshit. So, to my understanding, like I said, I came in, I came into the recording, or the, the live stream, a little bit late. But... At some point, Managing Director Donna Webb sent out an email to the Board of Directors. And from my understanding, based off of what was discussed in the live stream, this, uh, this email to the Board had something to do with the fact that Frank Rizzi, Area 7 Director, had a five or six day lapse in his membership. So if you look at the bylaws, um, let me, let me find it here. Where did it go? Where is it? I know it's in here somewhere. So yeah, some some <coughs> excuse me. Uh, right here, candidates. This is if you look at the bylaws, it is six point four. 
candidates for election of the offices uh, or to the offices of area director must have been a member for a continuous and uninterrupted minimum period of three years immediately preceding the first day of the term of office. So here's what happened. The election took place in 2022. Okay. With the runoff election, there, well, there wasn't a runoff election for Area 7, but Frank Rizzi won the vote. So he's elected Area 7 president, right? Right. Well, here's here's where things go downhill. I forget the exact timing of when um, he was actually elected. Let me look it up here real quick. Uh, da, 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 going back to 2022. But anyway, so... Where are we? Modified division, runoff election results, right here. So July 18th, July 18th of 2022, Frank Rizzi wins the election over Lee Cabana. And just a side note here, before any of you start going on and on and on about how I'm a Frank Rizzi fan and that's why I'm going off on him. I voted for Lee. Just, just interest of full disclosure, I voted for Lee Cabana back in 2022. So, Frank gets elected on July 18th is when it's made official. From December 5th of that year, okay, six months, just a whisker less than six months after the election, on December 5th, his membership expires. Apparently, he was not aware of this. He also had an issue, I don't know if he wasn't aware of it or he forgot or whatever, that with the bylaws, the, the new bylaws at the time, you have to be a life member to be an area director. That is currently under 6.2 of the bylaws. Um, you have to be any type of life member to hold office. So Frank goes on to the USPSA website on December 10th and upgrades his membership to life member. Well, his argument, and it is a very valid argument, if you ask me, is if his membership had been canceled on December 5th of 2022, then he would not have been able to log into the USPSA website, utilizing his member number and password, and upgrade his membership. Period. But apparently, this this five day lapse is is a problem. They now 
they now begin to say last night that he was an ineligible candidate. Well, no, he was not. He was an eligible candidate. He had had an uninterrupted membership of at least three years on the date he was elected to area director. Six months later, he had a five-day lapse. Because who knows why? Apparently, Frank wasn't aware of it. If he was aware of it, he would have corrected it before it even happened. So, so mind you, this, this is... 2022. Over a year later, now all of a sudden this is being brought up. Over a year later. Seriously? Come on, people. He's been an area director for a year. And now suddenly this five-day lapse back in December of 2022, after the election... Now, now it's suddenly a problem. So, there seem to be a few key players in this. In this, um, a lot of people are calling it a a calculated hit on Frank. Um, I, I I wouldn't go that far, but they definitely knew what they were doing here. These these particular people knew what they were doing. They knew how to go about this and had it planned out, in, in my opinion, my opinion and a lot of others, right from the beginning, right, right from the work go. Because Frank didn't necessarily fall into line with everyone else. And that's their problem. So there seem to be a few key players here. The very first key player is the Area 8 director, Russell Fortney. And Russell, he's the one that actually made the motion, essentially, to declare Frank an ineligible candidate, or to say he was an ineligible candidate back in 2022, therefore he should not have been sworn into office as area director of Area 7 in January of 2023, Therefore, he should not be on the board right now. Okay, that was that motion was brought forward by Area 8 Russell Fortney. Aiding in this lynching, I'm going to call it, was Area 2 Director Layton. I honestly don't give a rat's ass how he pronounces his last name. Okay. He's aiding in this. Also aiding in this is Managing Director Donna Webb. And some guy by the name of Jim Johnson, who is supposedly legal counsel for USPSA. Um, as far as I know, he is only licensed to practice in the state of Alabama. Um, he is not licensed to practice law in the state of Delaware where USPSA is incorporated. Um, 
but he was opening his mouth more than I thought he really should of last night. Um, also in there was Area 4 Director Mel Rodero. Very, very interesting tie-in with Mr. Rodero into this situation. More on that in a minute. Uh, but basically, they went around and around and around and around and around the room. The one person, the one person with any um, any testicular fortitude, let's put it that way, was Area 6 Ben Barry. Ben repeatedly made a point of order that well, why, why are we even having this vote? This this is stupid. Basically, Frank's already been area director for a year now. Well, why, why are we making this motion now to throw him off the board? What, what, what has he done? He hasn't done anything wrong. Like, what, what the hell? Um, so, props to Ben Barry. Unfortunately, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to, I have a feeling that Ben Barry is going to be next on the establishment's hit list. They've already gotten rid of rid of Scott Armberg. They just tossed Frank Rizzi. I have a feeling Ben Barry's going to be next. Because why not? Basically because he doesn't fall into line with everybody else. So, getting back to the interesting tie-in tie -in with Mel Rodero. Um, they basically have said that Frank Rizzi is ineligible, or was an ineligible um, candidate. Back in 2022, even though when he ran, he was an eligible candidate. He, he was. This lapse took place after he ran. Okay. So they're trying to invoke 7.8 of the bylaws, specifically the last sentence of 7.8. Uh, it says the resignation shall take effect when those deliver, blah, 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 except that a director or officer who no longer meets the requirements for holding office shall be considered to have resigned as of the date of such condition with or without timely notification. So they're trying to invoke 7.8 on Frank Rizzi saying you were an ineligible candidate Therefore, you did not meet the requirements to hold office, so you shouldn't have been elected, you should not be here, which is bullshit, because he was an eligible candidate at the time he was elected. But let's, let, let's jump in our, our DeLorean time machine, and let's go back to April 18th, 2023. A little less than a year ago. This is a quote directly from 
the meeting minutes of the 418 meeting. On 418.23, the board was notified that the Area 4 director, Mel Rodero, had not acquired an RO certification. The Area 4 director was directed not to vote in the meeting and not to perform any of the duties of an area director. The board of directors originally gave Area 4 director at a period of time uh, due to uh, the lack of RO certification required for position. Due to extenuating personal circumstances, he was unable to complete this. They gave him another freaking month to get his RO certification. Now, hold the phone. This is four months. Four months after Mel Rodero was sworn in as area director. And yet, for the entire time that he ran as a candidate for area director in 2022, and for the first four months, or five months, actually, of being an area director on the board. He, according to the bylaws, no longer met the requirements for holding office and shall have been considered to have resigned. You're giving Frank Rizzi, and, and yes, Mel Rodero was on the side of the establishment in this case. I'm fairly certain if you grab a dictionary and you look up the word hypocrite in the dictionary, there's going to be a picture of Mel Rodero's face right next to the damn word. For the entire time that Mel Rodero was running, became area director, and for the first five months of being an area director, he did not meet the requirements for holding office. But guess what? As of the January 22nd, 2024 meeting, guess who the Area 4 director is? It's Mel freaking Rodero. He's still in. Why? Because the board gave him an exemption. What the fuck? An exemption for knowingly being out of compliance with the bylaws for at least a freaking year? Oh, but that doesn't matter. That, that doesn't matter. But we're going to kick this guy out for a five-day lapse in his membership after he was elected area director but was taken care of by the time he was sworn in. It was rectified before he was sworn in. And you're going to call him an ineligible candidate, but Mel frickin' Rodero is still sitting fat and happy on his ass on this board 
when he knowingly, for the better part of over a year, was out of compliance with the bylaws, every freaking person on that board knew he was out of compliance with the bylaws, but they gave him an exemption and chuck Frank Rizzi to the curb. Come on, people. So, so, so now, so now the, the USPSA board of directors, and, and th- this is an, <laughs> this is an actual quote. From Leighton, however the fuck he pronounces his name. This this is an actual quote from Leighton during the meeting last night. By the way, Practical Shooting Insights has a recording of the entire meeting up on their Facebook page or up on their YouTube channel if you want to check that out and verify everything that I'm saying right now. And and I, I honestly hope that you do verify it. Um, don't just take my word for it. Do your own damn research. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So, a direct quote from Leighton last night. Well, if we don't... Let me see if I can get the accent right. Well, if we don't follow the bylaws, then then why do we even have bylaws? That's exactly what he said. If we don't follow the bylaws or something to that effect, what's the point in even having bylaws? He said this in the meeting. That was live-streamed to anybody that wanted to watch it. (laughs) There were were people on social media that are not members of USPSA. But they were somehow able to watch the meeting last night. Imagine how this looks to them. Now, granted, they, I'm sure, used to be USPSA competitors, saw the writing on the wall and said, the hell with this, I'm out. And I honestly can't blame them. But if we're not going to follow the bylaws, then what is the point of having bylaws? Well, you should be asking yourself the same damn question January, February, March, April, and May of 2023 when it came to Mel Rodero. This is seriously too freaking stupid to make up. You, You just... You can't make this stuff up. This this is ridiculous. So, having said all that, um, I'm not I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. I, I'm really not. My my USPSA membership expires in September. As of right now, I have no plans on renewing it. Um, until certain members, um, Russell Fortney, Leighton, God bless you, Managing Director Donna Webb, uh, Mel Rodero, and this Jim Johnson, whoever the hell he is, until they all decide to resign, I'm good. I am good. And if I if I remember correctly, um, yeah, there, there's an election coming up this year for Area 2 Director for, for Leighton's position. 
And now I understand that part of Area 2 is the state of California, but I will say this. If Area 2 reelects him, they are absolutely stupid. Absolutely stupid. He needs to go. Mel Rodero needs to go. Donna Webb. Okay. The only one of this whole issue that's actually getting paid to do her job. My question is how much money got shoved into her pocket? to go looking for something to try to get Frank Rizzi kicked off the board. She was the one that sent out the email to the board saying, hey, here's this. Do with it what you will. And she opened her mouth more than she should have last night, considering she has no vote on the board at all. Jim Johnson opened his mouth way more than he should have last night, even though he has no authority on the board whatsoever. He's not even a member of USPSA, I don't believe. He may be, I don't know, but he's not a member of the board of directors. And yet, Frank Rizzi is sitting there trying to, attempting to defend himself and defend his position why he's there, and why they can't get rid of him. He's sitting there on the meeting quoting Delaware law, okay? And Leighton, oh, well, you know, you know, I don't think it's, it's up to Mr. Rizzi to, to give us legal advice. I, I, I will give President Yeeman Lynn credit. He did, at that point, state, um, well, Mr. Rizzi is not giving legal advice. Mr. Rizzi is simply stating his case and presenting um, pertinent evidence in that pertains to stating his case. So I, I'll give him in that. Um, it, it really did turn into more of a shit show than he should have allowed it to. Um, people talking over people, uh, trying to interrupt people intentionally just because they didn't like what one person had to say. Um, yeah, that, that kind of goes against Robert's rules of order. Um, they had a vote on a point of order. A vote on a point of order. Okay, the motion was on the table. Ben Barry made a point of order that this motion should not even exist. This, what, what are we even doing with this motion? This motion should not have been allowed. And they had to take a vote. Had to take a vote on a point of order to decide whether or not to proceed with discussion on the motion. Holy crap. 
so so then while Frank, after Leighton's interruption, Frank continues on as he had the floor, and all of a sudden Jim Johnson jumps up. Well, th- this is a legal matter. We should go to executive session. And all of a sudden, Yeeman Lin goes, um, um, well, do I, do I have a motion to go into executive session? What? Yeah, this guy can't make a motion to go into executive session. But, but what gives him the right to sit there and say, oh, we, we, we really need to go to exe- executive session. I can't make a motion to go to an executive session, but... <laughs> Damn, guys, I can really push the hell out of it and make somebody put a motion out there to go to executive session. (laughs) So, as of right now, Frank Rizzi is no longer Area 7 7 director. Um, Earlier today, I saw that they had turned off his email um, so he he can no longer get emails uh, through Area 7 at uh, USPSA.org. So if you want to reach out to Frank, um, yeah, get either get a hold of me, lambsealshooting at gmail.com, and I will get you in touch with Frank. Um, also, if uh, you... Our friends with Frank on uh, Instagram. He's got his personal email on there. Um, yeah, reach out to him on Facebook if if you know him on Facebook. Oh, Long Island Practical Shooters. Yeah, they just removed affiliation for a match they were having this weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even after the Scott Armberg thing, um, there were a lot of of shooters that were um, uh, de de registering from or withdrawing from matches. Um, there were even some matches that removed their USPSA sanctions. Um, even some bigger matches that pulled their Form Cs. Um, you know, some Level 2, Level 3 matches. Uh, and even a lot more of those just in the last 24 hours. And it hasn't even been 24 hours since this. Um, wow. And, and, and the best, the best part about this is the motion last month to waive 10.2 to the extent necessary to live stream all future board meetings starting January 1st, 2024. The motion was made by area two. Motion was made by area two. Leighton, what's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and another another little uh, um, another little jab here. 
Um, yeah, they after all of this and multiple executive sessions, and finally booting having having the director of IT boot Frank off of the meeting um, as a participant. They then decided to um, appoint a vice president. So the vice president is appointed by the board and is nominated by the um, nominated by the president. And wouldn't you know it, President Yemin Lin nominates Russell Fortney, the one that made the motion to shit can Frank Rizzi. <laughs> Definitely didn't see that one coming. No, no, I didn't. Um, so there are, like I said, multiple, um, there are now clubs that are thinking about pulling their USPSA affiliation. Um, other, other clubs are in discussion regarding club affiliation with, you know, with USPSA, match affiliations with USPSA, match sanctions, things like that. Um, I know that there is at some point going to be discussion with my own, within my own home club regarding this. Um, I, I will definitely be part of that discussion. And I'm kind of curious to see where that goes. So uh, questions, comments, concerns, get a hold of me, lamesoshooting at gmail.com. Um, when I get more information and we start to really figure this thing out, I will uh, let you guys know. So um, I can't say it's good to be back because I didn't think my return to the podcast would be under these circumstances. But uh, yeah. I will see you guys in the next one, but until then, if you decide to go shoot a USPSA match, and honestly, I don't know why you'd want to give USPSA any more money, um, but if you do shoot any match, uh, PCSL or IDPA or, or IPSC, whatever, uh, yeah, as always, shoot safe, guys. See ya.